Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We welcome you all to a Roll to Cast RPG podcast in the world of The Witcher RPG by Artelsorian Games. Starring... Sean Fleurl as Aurelius Tarnair, Ellen Graham as Eve of Hirsch, and Christopher Bond as Brioch. Story, GMing, and additional rules by Phil Harker-Smith. Design by Jack Sumner. Music by Max Garcia Underwood. This is The Blood-Soaked Rose. The bards would have you believe the wars are won on the battlefield in heroic feats of arms. <laughs> One doomed cavalry charge will buy a yard spinner's supper for half a score years, but that don't make him right. Well, what's a general, commander or king have to say about how war's won? An army marches on its stomach, they say, conquering the game of manpower and supply lines. That strikes a bit closer to the truth, I'll be fair. Loyalty's a virtue must be bought with coin, after all. What about the rank and file? The veteran of too many long campaigns in thankless service to his lord. What's his answer? Well, he'll tell you that battles are waged in the breasts of the folk that fight them. And right enough, that sounds like the same foolish romantic who'd sing about a hundred bloody conflicts but sooner than he'd fight in one. But it's the plain truth. Break a man's spirit, rob him of his hope for survival, let alone victory or God's forbid glory, and he'll lay down his arms before he ever strikes a blow against you. So what do you reckon Nilfgaard's forces did after storming through Temeria at the start of their third ploughing war with the northern kingdoms, only to find its capital, Vizima, lodged in its heart like a stubborn nail driven deep into a knot of old wood? Encircled her walls and cut her off, of course. Made it clear they'd be there all winter put up earthworks and started work on their siege engines in full view of Azima's walls. In other words, it began to choke the courage from those inside. So that does beg the question, what brings these three souls at the heart of our story to put themselves in Vizima at this dire time? 
They raced imperial forces marching from the south, and winter's chill blowing in from the north to bring their little band, their cart and horses, across the city's drawbridge before Nilfgaard's nukes pulled tight. So they must have good cause. For one, at least, it's bloody-minded vengeance for wrongs that had more than a decade to fester. They hunt a rogue sorceress, Razine the Red, and word came to them that she, like them, had come to Temeria's capital ahead of the Black One's advance. At last, they had their quarry cornered. By winter's end, it would be over, one way or another. To tell the rest, though, I've a need to enlist a little help. So let's see where they've gotten to while I brought you up to speed. Ah, just inside the gate to the temple quarter, one of the last mornings it would open for many months to come. Flecks of winter's first snow falling on their clothes. The sergeant in service of Duke Hadron of Temeria has halted their wagon for inspection. So we have a tick to afford ourselves a closer look. Ellen. Yes? <laughs> Your character's Eve, the Witcher? That's right, Eve of Hurch. Are you astride your horse, or have you dismounted by now? I think she would be walking side by side. It's been a long, a long day, and her legs are as strong as any horse's, so she might as well leaven up the load. Tell us um, how she appears to us as uh, we, we glide down towards your little party. She is five foot seven, so not incredibly tall, but she is muscular and lithe with a long face and an aquine nose that has just been slashed across the centre with a faded scar. She has long grey hair that is braided tight to the head and full of brass and gold hair rings, keeping it all together. Across her fingers, she has many silver rings and she is wearing light leather with a studded quilted vest over the top. She is uh, stern and her large cat-like eyes are always scanning her surroundings. And she she comes armed, I take it? Uh, always. Yes. <laughs> what? Always. What, what is she... In fact, she's got two. <laughs> two? Two bloody swords. Yes, she, uh, as is the fashion for many swordsmen, she carries her steel sword quite often in her hand with her silver sword being holstered across her back. Excellent. Mm. And Aurelius. Yes. Sean, you're playing Aurelius. I am. And uh, have you been been riding on the cart on the running board with uh, with Brioch? I think so. I think Aurelius, uh, you'll find him, yeah, sitting, sitting in the cart. And he is, the one thing that might become most notable to him is he has the features somewhat of a hawk. He's got a very, very kind of a clear lines, angular face, a pointed nose, very clear, chiselled jawline, clean shaven. Inside the cart, he might seem rather, rather ill-fitting with his six-foot height, uh, part mm. of his Gamerian heritage. Yep, uh, band of band of warriors is generally who comes out of Gamiria. But as a, as a mage as he is, he wasn't one that really built up his physical strength as much as his uh, mental strength. He has slicked back um, black hair, which is starting to uh, fade into grey. Um, not something that he tends to change. He embraces his features more often than not. He is uh, he's donned in a, a faded 
blue gambeson with uh, four kind of little clips at the front uh, with white uh, trousers and black boots. And he has a black cloak, which he has donned over him at all times with a hood that is currently off. He's also adorned with uh, a number of rings and uh, pieces of jewellery, chief of which is an amulet uh, that sits around his neck. It's actually silver. It's reminiscent of a a broken clock, a clock with cracks on it, and the hour hand is uh, an amethyst that is pointing up to 12. Me and I. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and he he'll he'll sit he tries to stay relaxed at all times, but he can't really hide the fact that he has tension in his shoulders. He's he's light and he's always thinking. Does he is he armed as well? He is armed though you wouldn't know it. He does right. um keep a he does keep a dagger within or a short sword within his coat. Yes. Um he has a little sheath. Um, that's kind of inside on his gambas, and he also has a belt pouch which he keeps on the inside to a little concealed and yeah, he tries to keep away. everything literally close to the vest. Very nice. And uh, uh, Briok, you'll be standing at the back of your cart uh, with Sergeant Rius, uh, looking to the back, taking him through the various uh, uh, items that you have there. Um, do you want to tell us uh, how Briok appears? Yeah, Briok is a elf. He is a, a tall figure. Uh, quite thin, and uh, is wearing a kind of woolen cap covering his elf ears, uh, and is dressed in heavy furs, as befitting a kind of autumn season, almost going into winter. Uh, yeah. Very heavy clothing. As I say, the first flecks of snow are falling upon you now. And uh, Briok's dressed for the uh, for the weather. In the cart, not on him, is a, a bow and arrow, and uh, yeah, he he has uh, underneath the um, his uh, hat woolen heavy fur hat uh, is a, a complicated knot of, of twisted hair uh, which is artisanally done uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not a mess uh, it's yes. uh, something that he, he takes pride in, in dressing up every morning um, but uh, he's, he's dressed in rabbit furs and bear furs um, uh, covering his, his body very heavy clothing very pragmatic clothing especially and for winter we have, we have a witcher and, and a mage uh, Briok's a, a Briok's mer- a merchant yes yeah. so this, uh, is, this is his, his trade this is his cart uh, with his, his uh, little little horse out the front cheval um, cheval Aww. yeah cheval mm. um, cheval meaning knight horse. I believe it means horse it does mean no. horse oh, I think it's a difference <laughs> French for horse yeah. French for, Toussaint perhaps for yeah. horse Toussaint uh, it, it, is, uh, it means horse uh, do, you it say it, do you say it with a French accent cheval 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 <laughs> cheval uh, cheval is uh, just a, a beautiful chestnut horse um, a lovely lovely companion and a good friend great Oh. And what about um, uh, Briok's features? Sure. Um, a very ang- angular uh, nose and uh, cheekbones, but a very soft, round uh, face, uh, broadly speaking. Um, mm. The Ancedi are, are quite fair of feature. They're, yeah. they're known to be quite beautiful. Does anything mar his face? No all? cuts or bruises, no scars, no nothing like that. Um, what what is plastered on his face in uh, very often is is a broad smile, oh. Oh. And, and twinkling eyes that are looking to please and impress people Excellent. around him. I thought Falling you were, in love with him already. I thought you were going to say a clay mask no. for that just beautiful complexion. No, no. He, 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 uh, he is currently speaking to. Uh, sorry, who was he speaking? Rius, Sergeant Rius, Sergeant Rius, and he's inspecting he's, your car. Uh, yes. And Sergeant Rius is is getting a. a a lovely conversation about why why this car is is the best thing to have in the city right now. Uh, now, what what brings you 
to Vizima at this time. There's uh, plenty of other refugees taking, uh, swarming into the city right now, but you seem like you have means. Why aren't you fleeing north? Well, we thought we'd come into the, to the city and do a bit of trading. Well, uh, I don't think you'd be going out again. Uh, Nilfgaard's forces are just days away from encircling the city. Oh, I don't think Nilfgaard is ever going to break through these walls, do you? No, uh, uh, I certainly hope not. No, but, uh, no, of course not. No one will come in and out for the rest of winter unless Redania comes to our aid. I'm sure they will. And I can't well, wait. Why? I can't wait to be part, part of the metropolitan, the, the city that, that this beautiful place is. We're looking for... Work, food, and trade. That's it. Well, uh, uh, there'll be uh, plenty of work ahead, I- I'm sure, though uh, things might grind to a halt once uh, no one can come in or out. Uh, y- y- you seem to have plenty of supplies here. Is that-, is that food I spy in there? Oh, yes, it is. I might have to contact the quartermaster. We're, uh, we're paying fair rates, but we will have to requisition some of that for the defence. Oh, I'm sure that we can personally come to some sort of agreement. Uh, well, uh, and uh, at this brick will <laughs> uh, grab a uh, like rations portion, mm-hmm. something separate from the raw meat uh, mm-hmm. that he has, and uh, that's a ready meal, effectively a, yes. a salted, cured meat, ready to go. Yep, and pass it to uh, this man's hands. Uh, what skill would you like to use? Some sort of persuasion, <laughs> some persuasion, some sort of coercion skill. I would, like to use, I would like to use persuasion, if I may. Um, and while you're doing that, just out of curiosity, the cart itself, is it just an open cart or is it an enclosed? Yeah, do you want to tell us? It's an enclosed cart akin to what you might find in um, the United States American kind of Oregon Trail sort of look. Right, so it's got a kind of It's got a, a covered tar, wagon. A covered yeah. wagon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, excellent. It's a covered wagon pulled by one horse with hoops. Yes, with a with a like with a, a, a canvas, a canvas yeah. to so the that top you can it. head into the back and actually go and get all your there. supplies. Yeah. 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 That's, I, that's where I feel Aurelius is currently. He's inside still. <laughs> so he's, he's not coming out. <laughs> you can say, do you have a book or something? Do oh, you he's re- got a, he's got his writing kit. He's oh, currently lovely. he's currently inking inking doodling, not uh-huh. doodling. But <laughs> Uh, I rolled an 18, Phil. I rolled oh. rather poorly, and uh, he, he looks at that. Poorly. Well, perhaps I, I might not have to call the quartermaster. It does look rather nice. Uh, uh, what else you got back here? Oh, we've got all sorts of things. My friend, could I interest you perhaps in some fine imported wine? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Oh, oh, well... Uh, I'm sure you and your friends are going to do such a good job at defending this city that, well, you'll need it in the winter coming. I mean, one's all fair and good, but you don't have anything a bit stronger, do you, back there? I'm sure I can find something. Partial to a little bit of vodka myself. 
I can find something like that, I'm sure. And he will procure a vodka from there. Ooh. A bottle of, uh, where would it be from? Probably the north. Well, yeah, it, yeah. It, it from vodka's potatoes. produced all, oh, all over the north. Well, Sean, don't we know a place where potatoes are very well <laughs> oh. sourced from? Yes, that's a long way to the south. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not going to be bringing uh, vodka imported from Nilfgaard <laughs> yes. up, up to this place. You I feel there might be like I feel there might be like a nice moment where you pop your head into the card and without even kind of looking up from his journal writing, Aurelius just reaches out because he can hear the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. reaches out and just holds out the, the bottle oh absolutely uh, for you to grab it it's a nice Kedweni vodka beautiful yes I'll, uh, you can, taking it um, taking you can really it from taste the, from the, the mage uh, he'll, he'll pass it on to the officer and, here you are my friend are you just gifting it to yeah. him yeah oh well he he's on board then <laughs> <laughs> oh excellent well uh, thank you very much. I'll just uh, look so and secrets it quickly in his little guard post. <clears throat> now, uh, I, I have to I have to ask. Uh, do you know where you'll be staying? Uh, there's uh, rather slim pickings at this point of proceedings. I'm sure my you, my good friend, would would have somewhere that you have in mind. Uh, well, uh, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. The hairy bear. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Excuse me. Go play. Go play Witcher One. No. The Hairy Bear <laughs> is canonically a tavern in, in the Temple Quarter. Beautiful. It's just very the hairy funny. Bear. It's funny in that accent. Uh, the Hairy Bear. The Hairy Bear. That's probably why they named it. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> the Hairy Bear. Uh, 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 I believe it has some room in its common room. Uh, so you'll be on straw for the time being, but uh, you probably cram in. Aurelius's uh, brow furrows from inside the cart. Uh, I believe the the liar's eye has a similar problem as well. Uh, you could get yourselves over to the trade quarter, but uh, rooms would be decidedly more costly. Uh, uh, perhaps uh, the lancer's tilt might be the go in the trade quarter. Uh, plenty of folks are just camping in Little Mahakam. Uh, if you uh, want to just set yourselves up somewhere. Not too many will want a witcher in their midst. Aye, that's true enough. I'm sure, my friend, that uh, we will we will find a rest place at one of those those wonderful, generously offered uh, uh, options. Uh, it's very kind. Thank you so much. Uh, best of luck. Uh, do you have any further questions about uh, the city, state of the city, the have war, you got anything any like monsters? that? Uh, myself. Uh, you... <laughs> no, in the city. Well, there's. It's always rumours swirling, you know, things creeping out at well, night. What's the loudest rumour? Well, look, uh, you'd probably best ask uh, once you've made your lodgings. Uh, I- I'm not one for gossip myself. My good friend, uh, have you heard of a, a mage coming by? Uh, no, I mean, there are, uh, Duke has a, a mage on stuff, but uh, I don't see much of them. Oh, that's very good. Aurelius will... The, the cart door will open. No door, just a flap. Well, the flap will open. <laughs> will part, yes. 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 Part, and, and Aurelius will, will step out. Uh, and he'll, he'll plant his Ooh. feet upon the floor. Hello, master. And he, he'll pop his um, hood up as, as, as the snow starts to fall down on his head. And he kind of looks up at... Uh, what's, what's it? Rios. Sorry, what was your... Sergeant your Rios, uh, in service of Duke Hadron. Sergeant Rios. Have you seen anyone entering this fine city that looks rather like myself? Except she's a woman. Oh, uh, well, there's been been women. Uh, not not really any so finely dressed as yourself. No, as my as the Witcher said, rumours floating about. That would be incredibly helpful. Uh, 
Not that I've heard or got news of the war, but uh, apart from that, I could you don't point know if us? I can help you. Could you point us towards someone that may have more knowledge on the goings on in the town, ins and outs? Well, like I said, uh, get get you know you you've got some nice uh, nice booze in the back of that cart. Perhaps you can apply that bit of that about, and someone who's uh, gets about a bit more than I do, you know, stationed as I am by the gate here, and perhaps you'll get some more answers. Thank you, my good friend. You've been most helpful, and I do hope that you enjoy what we discuss. Aye, aye. Taps taps the nose, gives him a sly wink, and says, "Well, my good friend, I do hope you you spread the word." I'm I'm glad you're one of the good ones. Oh, we are a rare find, aren't we? Uh, Indeed, indeed. There's enough of you lot cramming into the city these days. I think it spells trouble. Oh, I know. It's a shame. I keep things to myself. You know, I think they're among the uh, the. What is it? The the elder folk is what we're supposed to say, isn't it? Among the elder folk, I think there are some good ones, but. I worry that some of Nilgard's spies have slipped in amongst you. And then he looks, he suddenly sort of like shocks himself with the idea that perhaps you might be a Nilfgaardian spy. I think it's best we go to the town. I think so. Thank you, my good friend. That was oh, wonderful. I, no, no, I, not I, a problem. I do hope that, uh, that us elder folk are in high opinion from this point on, if not some of us at least. And do sp- tell your friends about Briox's bargains. Briox's Alright, move on, move on, move on. Uh, next up. Yep. As next they up. as they walk past, I think Eve's gonna mutter to Briok, "You give the man fine liquor, and he slags you off, and you just smile in his face." That's the idea. Ugh. Sometimes I wonder if you're stronger than I am. You don't need to be strong, just flexible, like a bow. And he will jump into the front of the cart. Come on, and clop away. Or at least will step back in, hood off. Back to his writing. How fast are you going, Brio? Not fast. Oh, at all. Okay, yeah. yeah I yeah. think I think uh, Eve's just going <laughs> to yeah, kind I, of I like. I presume it's the a, a walking truck. Yeah, right? yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a city that is taking in refugees and yes. and, and yes. people in panic. So Be- we're in line. Yeah, I was going to say the road's, to navigate. The, the road's not clear. So yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. The city is more packed than ever before. As uh, peasants, a lot of peasants have fled north. But many don't have the resources or the time to have to flee that far. So they've left their, their farmsteads and their small outlying villages and they've packed in. You would have passed Old Vizima on your way in as well, which is only protected by a low palisade wall, uh, which is a ghetto for the non-humans after uh, an uprising that happened um, some time ago. But all of those people have poured into the city as well all of the non-humans and so they've packed into the little Mahakam which you'll pass um, going into deeper into the trade quarter but as you say yes the city is thronged with people um, people with their possessions just on their back um, families with children people looking fearful and huddled together people making makeshift camps in alleyways and 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 basically uh, huddling against the cold building small fires in the streets even it is a, a really kind of packed tight city that is uh, kind of still in that last few moments of of cramming in before um, the city is fully besieged. I would be guessing that the mood then is pretty oppressive. Like, you can feel... Give me a human perception, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Witcher. (laughs) That's an empathy skill, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Oh, dear. (laughs) I might roll along with, if that's all right. Yes. Yes, please. Please do that, Chris. So, I watched Chris crit. 
10 and a 3. 18. 18 from Aurelius. Uh, 27. 27. Yeah, and that's a grand 7 from Eve. Dope. <laughs> so Eve is, is oblivious to the mood of the city, um, focusing really on their own internal world. Mm, I think she's just kind of less observing the moods of the people and the fact that they're are just so many people it's, kind of she's looking for the the way to weave in and out she's looking for you know animals sights sounds all of that kind of sensory overload mm. and so what the expressions are on the people's faces she could give less of a toss as she kind of strokes her black horse's patchy mane well you're a witcher which means that a lot of people are antagonistic towards you yeah a, she's a lot yeah. of people they're d- fearful mainly yeah the, sure. the, your standard peasant is is just yeah. gonna just gonna avoid <laughs> yeah mm. yeah they'll they'll spit and say oh i'm mutant but yeah. but really in the, that's covering a fear. a fear yeah right yes elves are elves and non-humans more of a hatred witches witches are much more of a fear so mm-hmm. she's used to yeah. people kind of averting their giving, eyes giving and, a wide bird yeah and like harshly whispering as she walks past like so I you've said. kind of switched all that off yeah so you you kind of don't pick up on that Aurelius is a bit more tuned in but you're inside the cart so what you have seen is 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 people who are fearful That's essentially it. Whereas the much more uh, observant and empathetic Brioc has, there's a there's a kind uh, senses more of the kind of energy of people. They are sort of everyone's sort of still finding their little patch of the city. There's a kind of uh, momentum to people's kind of panic and fear and and settling in. Uh, it hasn't really kind of the kind of the dread of encirclement and and being trapped hasn't set in yet. Yeah, it's still more of an active kind of fear and panic. Everyone's keeping to their own little groups and families and things. So that's the general mood you get of the city is a, is a kind of a tight packed fear where everyone's looking to their own. Right. Cool. Brip will not stop the cart. But- pick up a conversation as they're travelling through. Well, my friends, I think we need to find some lodgings first. It's best that we set our uh, our place of rest. And I, I, like the rest of you, probably don't fancy putting down in one of these streets, in one of the tents that we have, or just camping out in this, uh, in this caravan. Um, so, could we perhaps uh, s- s- agree upon maybe a, a place of lodging? I, I know of three. We have the liar's eye, the hairy bear, and then we have a, another place in the in the trade quarter. Is the liar's eye the more expensive one? No, it's the uh, the one in the trade quarter that's quite expensive. The name which eludes me right now. The lance's tilt. The lance's tilt. Uh, Phil, I have a question for you. Was there any information given to us in terms of uh, Razine coming into the city on either where she was seen or what she was doing? Was it just we know she is in Vizima, or was there anything that gave us a clue as to geographically where she is or what she's doing. She was seen riding ahead of the Nilfgaard forces by one of Briok's uh, contacts who was also going towards the city yeah. himself. So there's nothing the woman that in red way. riding ahead of the Nilfgaardian forces, presumably pretty much guaranteed for Vizima because yeah. there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, so she really. hasn't been seen in Vizima. No, not so that, not that, that you've heard, no. Great. No, you don't have it. You'll have to, once you get yourselves lodged, then you may have to, you know, start put out feelers and pick up rumours yourselves. Fantastic. It'll, it'll be your own work to do, yes. yes. <laughs> um, if anyone makes wants to make a deduction for me... Always. I'll give it a go. 13 for Eve. That's mm-hmm. a 9 for Aurelius. 17 for Briok. Briok, you, you have the idea that you one alternative that was not presented to you is you could 
uh, try and find a private citizen who was willing to negotiate board with you is, a, is another possibility on mm. top of the ones you've already had. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, Brick will introduce that idea as well. Well, my friends, we could also talk to a private citizen, perhaps maybe a merchant who's out of stock and needs refilling from what I have and might have some... Merchants tend to have quite large places. They might have some free rooms or, or spare might... rooms or some uh, 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 storage rooms that are, that are less full right now. They might also need something killing... Do you Feel happen- free to offer up the, that service. I'll, I'll keep it in mind, although admittedly I don't think it's far from my mind, Witcher. Do you happen to know <laughs> anyone within Vizima in your travels? You're quite well-travelled, I actually probably should know one or, <laughs> one or two people. I, I'm sure I could... Sure, I could. Well, if you could, um, you let's could, head to if the. If you could conjure up that memory, I think that'd be very beneficial I'll, for I'll us. I'll do my merchants. best, and, uh, and and let's head to the merchants' district. Regardless, if we are looking for a mage, I don't imagine that they'll be spending a lot of times in the slums or or, or or in the lower district. So let's let's head to the trade district and let's go to the the tilted lance for the moment. If not there, we might find a private residence. And feel- while oh. that, I am going to uh, draw upon Phil my streetwise, lovely, uh, and see if I have any. If this is okay, uh, to look into any contacts that I might have. Of course, yeah. Um, does that come under well-travelled? or is It might, actually. Let me check. Phil, I would also selfishly might like to make a role of human perception. Uh, to, to what end, please? To see if Aurelius made a joke. <laughs> Eve's trying to learn more about people. What? <laughs> and I want to see if she's picking up what on... Did, what did Aurelius you think say? I've made? Conjure up. Perhaps you could conjure up. I mean, Some, something sure, in your contact. Was that a joke? No. Hang on, no, let me roll. <laughs> oh, if, if you roll bad, you might just think it was and laugh, and I'll be like, what? I crit That's going to be the best roll I get in the game. Yeah, just to detect that, no, it you, was an unintentional You know that pun. it was a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, 20. It was a happy, it was a happy accident, yes. someone with a base of three. Um... Chris. So, the well-travelled ability is a merchant skill unique yes. to them. Uh, what it allows me to do is to know a fact about a specific item or culture on the presumption that I've travelled through there or, or gone about there. So, if you're happy for me to make that roll, or I can make it uh, streetwise and give try me, and... Give me a streetwise Streetwise roll? Yeah. No worries. Yeah. It's less about a specific thing and yes. more. Do I know anyone here? And that is... A 17. Uh, yes. So oh, pardon, that's a 19. A 19. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you know a uh, a Cooper oh, in fantastic. the trade quarter. Yes. What's a, a, ma- a maker of barrels. Barrel maker. Oh, He's a right. Cooper. Ah. Thank you. A Cooper makes hoops for barrels. Hence Coopers here in Adelaide. The oh, brewery. Yes. Oh, that's the why brewer, the yes. logo is a barrel. Yes, yes oh. that is right. Oh. Well, let's see if hopefully the Cooper's called Cooper. Uh, makes you, also- things easy. <laughs> <laughs> you also know, uh, so his name is, this is why we... We have a list of names names before we play. Uh, Verd. Verd. Verd the Cooper. V-E-R-D. That's what he was... Yes. That's what at least he was doing last time. What's the Verd, my dude? (laughs) Although... (laughs) Oh, my God. Coopers don't tend not not to change their jobs. I don't imagine that they would move into another... It's very very specialised. It's very specialised. Oh, yeah. Once a Cooper, always a Cooper. And and I mean, it's not like we're going to change professions in this world. No. Once you've got a trade, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Why experiment? Also, if you live to only around 50, (laughs) then... Yeah, human lives are... I'm going to die in five years. 
so, and the other thing you'll know is once you get into the trade quarter, uh, it is the nicer part. Yes. Um, and and being uh, an elf here will be a little bit more conspicuous. Mm-hmm. In fact, all of you will be a bit more conspicuous. Yes. Yeah. So, my friends, I do have a friend called Verd, who's a Cooper. Uh, we also have uh, the Tilted Lance. Lance is Tilt. Lance is Tilt. Til- yeah. Pardon. Uh, in the trade. And we also have uh, the, the Liar's Eye and the Hairy Bear as, as options for us to travel to and rest in. Um, once we head into the trade district, I mean, we stand out a bit. Uh, that's that's not unbecoming. We do have a very powerful group of people here, and myself, of course, uh, you know, uh, just working with what we've got. What do you suggest, my friends? Griok, is this Verd somebody that you feel you can trust? I mean, as much as you can trust a human. You well, can't. Human? It's human, yeah. Right. Or a duan. Basically, what I'm saying is I would much prefer to be as out of the eye as possible. The less people that know we're here and what we're doing, the better. If this person would offer up lodgings for us, then stands the reason we should take that opportunity and run with it. I also don't trust all these humans around your big car... I was going to call it caravan. That's not right. Car- <laughs> carriage? Cart, sorry. Cart, yep. Yeah. I also don't trust all these humans around your cart loaded full of goods. People are starving and desperate. They'll do any desperate thing. Well, they're, they're not any more starving or desperate than they usually are, but that will soon happen, I suspect, when the seeds locks in. At the moment, they're just, you know, normal starving and scared and angry and, and belligerent. Um, but yes, I, I, I think maybe if we, we talk to my friend Verd, we, we, we might find some lodging and, and a friend and an ally in the city. Is someone, that agreeable? Someone who might have knowledge about the goings-on in the city is always preferable. I think we should try it. All right, to Bert's house. You have been listening to The Blood Soaked Rose, which is a Roll to Cast production. The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord, and our Patreon. All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash roll to cast. The Witcher tabletop role-playing game is property of Artelsorian Games, used with permission. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.